0: When he goes to like set the hook, yeah, he you know you kind of have to like with a little bit of force, yeah, you pull up so it sets the hook in the fish. But <laughs> they're always these tiny fish, so
1: he <laughs> ends up
0: <laughs> just leaving them yeah. out of the water. And you just like this little tiny fish just wee out of the water and then like comes off the hook. So <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. really funny. <laughs> We just failed fishing attempts. <laughs> She's fish like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that was traumatic." <laughs> I
1: don't know what's happening.
0: To at least, me. at least we hooked something. Yeah, it wasn't like a total
1: bust. It wasn't so. just you know you out there standing near a river. I mean that was most of it, <laughs> <laughs> but you actually got some excitement. Yeah, yeah, like a couple of fish biting on. So yeah, it was a good day. Um, I got my uh, player card the mail <gasps> for soccer yeah oh, which is so exciting so exciting um just as i'm about to head out of town for the next three fucking weeks <laughs> <laughs> well that's convenient because the season is basically
0: ending so. i know i was
1: telling robert i was like oh i finally got my player card and he's like for fucking what <laughs> and I was like oh soccer with chandler and he's like since when I was like oh, I was hoping I could play with them but their season's basically done so we're gonna sign up for the fall
0: yeah you'll be good for fall season and then there's indoor
1: which I think indoor oh.
0: kind of goes year-round maybe don't quote me on that so yeah can, I would do like
1: look- f- I would do indoor but definitely after fall like play outside as long as possible oh yeah agreed and then go inside
0: agreed because <laughs> Portland is only nice for like four months out of the year and then I'm yeah. just like
1: <laughs> and I don't I spend too many times inside. Yeah. (laughs) I want to spend more times outside. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Um, Are we ready? I think so. Okay. Uh, Hello, and welcome to the Tiny Shed Book Club, where we host a book club for people who don't actually want to go to a book club. Um, I'm Tia, and Alex's dad can go suck eggs.
0: He is the worst character of this entire book.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think
0: we're going to have lots of thoughts on him. Dear God. <laughs> and I am Chandler and I, like Alex, also get confused for a boy when people see my name on paper. <laughs> when I was reading that about her, how the like the librarian was like encouraging her mm-hmm. to, you know, be like shorten your name so they think it's a dude. I like totally understand it from, you know, the perspective of where Alex's situation is and whatever. But like literally, <laughs> I often get in the mail and um, oh. things that are addressed to a Mr. Chandler. Chandler. And I'm just like, you clearly don't know me. Like, <laughs> I wasn't going to sign up for this credit card anyways, but now I'm really not no. going to sign up for it. <laughs> I'm definitely not signing so up. so mad at you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have gone like into literal interviews and people are like, oh, I thought you were, thought you were going to be a dude. And oh, like, damn. Yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe you should have like researched your... Also, Your interviewee more. I don't, know. I don't know why people say that. Like
1: yeah. I had a, a a project manager who does that to one of these guys on my team whose name is uh it's it doesn't seem like a weird name to me. Uh-huh. Um, but every time he's like, oh, I totally thought you were gonna be a girl with that name. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? You're like, don't you don't need to say that. You just those are inside thoughts, my dude. Just <laughs> inside keep it, thoughts, keep it in. I like that. <laughs> I, like, I like that. Because like, there's been times where I'm like, oh, not what I was expecting. But I don't go. You are not what I was expecting. Right, right to their face. <laughs> yeah. Like, then that person's like, what, what were you expecting? Sorry. Yeah.
0: And should I still be here? Like, yeah. This like, is oh, confusing. I thought you were going to
1: be a boy, and you're like, like, nope. Sh- okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not. So should I? Like, does it go matter? Or like. Is it
0: like, what is happening? Yeah. Anyway, so I just thought that was funny because everyone... Well, well, and then there's the fact that my fiance's name is Aaron, like the boy Aaron, like A-A-R-O-N. But when people hear our names together, Chandler and Aaron, they always think Chandler is whoever the dude is. And they think Aaron is in like the girl Aaron, E-R-I-N. Wow. So people were like, Aaron. I'm like, I'm not Aaron. Nope. Yeah. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) But... I kind of use that to my advantage sometimes, like when we go to get coffee, whatever, like I'll just be like, they'll ask for for a name. And I'll be like, it's Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I won't confuse, you know, yeah. the person working and then... You know, then when we're waiting for our coffee, they yell Aaron, and And my fiance goes to go get it, (laughs) so this is
1: perfect. (laughs) And then he gets in, and he's like, they always spell my name wrong. And you're like, I don't know. (laughs) It's kind of weird how
0: that happened. It's crazy. Anyways,
1: (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> anywho,
0: anywho. So we are in uh, episode two of When Women Were Dragons by Kelly Barnhill. We <laughs> read chapters eighteen up to
1: twenty-nine, which was pages Wait, up to twenty-nine, oh. <laughs> up to twenty-five. Oh, did I just? nope up did, to 29 okay, I was I am like, a dummy and I wrote it down wrong I had like a little moment of panic like did, did we read the wrong chapters I read up to 29 but I wrote down 25 love it so that's how today is going <laughs> well you did the right work so that's all that matters so it's chapters 18 up to 29 mm-hmm. not 25 29
0: and that means pages 117 to 223 so I think I think we're good Okay, <laughs> uh, should we go through the the plot thus far? The happenings? Yes. Yes, yes. Take it away. Okay, so I think um, where we pick up is with Alex's mom, and we get more descriptions of her spending more time in her garden, mm-hmm. uh, and more descriptions of her getting like thinner and more frail um, and paler. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, Alex starts to take over the role of mother for Beatrice Mm because her mom is ill and requires quite a bit of rest so um, Alex is kind of like becoming the, the caretaker Yes. Uh, and then Beatrice is out playing in the neighborhood, and she ends up in that old Polish lady's house, the uh-huh. neighbor who disappeared. Uh, and her yard is, like, super overgrown, but, like, somehow there's still chickens there, and there's, like, these little kittens running around. Tons of feral kitties. It's, like, kind of an oasis over there, it feels like. It does. It feels like a, a little backyard
1: jungle. Yeah. Like, just so cool.
0: Yeah. And Bea is just like loving playing in there and Alex is, you know, like I think trying to uh, get her to come to dinner and she's like, well, there's a dragon that lives in this yard. And Alex is kind of has like a very visceral and negative, like physical reaction whenever Uh Beatrice starts talking about dragons. And um, we can tell that like Alex starts getting very frustrated um, when she does that. And, uh, At a certain point, Alex is just like, well, those are just stories. Uh Uh-huh. You know, like dragons are just in stories. It's not like, this is not real. Yeah. And I have this quote. uh, Bia says, stories are stupid. The people who write stories about dragons have never met a dragon. Dragons like chore charts and sharing and book clubs. Everyone knows that. And I was just like, (laughs) I love this because I feel like it is like, Probably describing this old Polish lady. Yeah. Like those are the things that she loves is chore charts and sharing, like cause she shared like things with Alex all the time yeah. and book clubs.
1: I was the second you mentioned that, I was like, Oh, we're dragons. Yeah, oh yeah. You and I are dra- <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, I didn't even put that together. That's very sweet.
1: <laughs> we do love chore charts and book clubs and treats. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. And I love that Bia goes, um Like Bia's like, How the fuck do you think these chickens and these cats are still here? Right she's like she's like putting out all these things she's like the dragon is taking care of them and you can see it like right there yeah
0: and alex is like where what and then she like is looking at the house or some part of the whatever the where she's at and there she sees like these two big eyes looking Uh back at her and she has this thought of like those eyes are too big to be cat's eyes but she's like well, we're just going to move on. Like, she doesn't yeah. spend any more time on that. And it, it's very evident that she is in, like, heavy denial. Super denial. And that comes up again at the very end of this um, section, too.
1: Oh, yeah. it. I think that's kind of, like, the one of the overarching themes of this second part is, like, Alex's denial mm-hmm. of so many things. Like, denial of her feelings, de- denial of what she knows. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I think that...
0: It's like the repercussions of what happened to her as a child when people were like not telling her things and mm-hmm. they were acting like things weren't real or whatever. And so she's like, well, this is just what I do. And like internalizing all of that. Yeah. So
1: yeah, internalizing everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So then, so what I also thought was interesting is that while um, we see that Alex's mom is getting thinner and thinner um, and the year... Um, It says, that summer my mother's garden was the most productive um, and abundant. It's swan song. Mm. Um, Kind of like the opposite of like how the garden's doing so well, but her mother's doing so poorly. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have Alex's mom pretty much uh, collapses. Yep. Um, And Alex's dad, in a small moment of (laughs) um, not complete shittery, (laughs) Uh, is like, oh my God, how you, the cancer came back. Like, why didn't you tell me? Also like, bro, how the fuck did you not notice?
0: Right. Like your wife is just basically becoming dust in front of your eyes.
1: Yeah. And you're like, how could I have missed all the signs? There were, there were no signs. But anyway, so he's like really, really upset that she is like so sick. Mm -hmm. Um, And then takes her to the hospital and then never comes back. So, yeah, yeah, uh, Alex's mom is basically dying of cancer, um, and it seems like it's a pretty rough uh, end, Um, but Alex is there with her pretty much every day and reading her poetry,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, and Alex is kind of like, I've never really seen my mom like poetry, but apparently she's like really into it now. Yeah. And And the poetry's like
0: kind of weird and a little...
1: Like, um, unsettling, super dark, yeah. Like, returning to like, uh, dust and earth, and all things die, and you're <laughs> like, Oh, cool, 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 yeah. Um, and so, unfortunately, Alex's mom passes away, and we learn, um, or we see one more time that her name was Bertha,
0: mm, that's what it is, yeah. I Bertha think I Green. said, I think I said Jane last time, yeah. <laughs>
1: i close fish you know know? (laughs) um and you know alex was kind of saying like what chandler and i were saying last time is like it's like one of the first times i've said my mom's name like out loud yeah and we were we commented on that in the last episode was like oh she's because she's a kid she probably doesn't like say it much
0: right she just calls her mom yeah do you ever like have you ever when you're in, I don't know, maybe not even a crowded place, but you're out like with your mom and your mom's not responding to
1: you. So you go Gloria or Jean or like whatever your mom's name is. So I definitely understand that. I, I like I, the idea of saying my parents first names like uh-huh. makes my spine itch. Really? Yeah. I It just bothers me. And so oh, usually funny. I will just go ma like real East Coast like <laughs> and she will immediately like Oh, okay. Well,
0: you've you've found a workaround. But yeah. (laughs) But definitely like yelling out their name. Yeah. Gary.
1: (laughs) Huh? Yeah. And then he's like, yeah.
0: As soon as I've been yelling like dad the whole time, and he's just like completely in La La Land. As soon as you go, I go,
1: Gary, he turns around. What? Yeah. Huh? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) There's hundreds of dads, but only one One Gary. (laughs) One Gary. And then back to true form, Alex's dad um, pretty much immediately. After um, the mom dies, he uh, buys a shitty fucking apartment for Alex and Beatrice, brings his mistress in, who's like severely pregnant Mm -hmm. with their child, Mm -hmm. and he moves Alex and Beatrice into the shitty apartment and is like, yeah, I'm having another family, you understand.
0: And just doesn't explain any of it. He's just like, you you understand how this works. Yeah. She's like, no. no, 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 I don't. This can't, this can't be your plan, dad. And he's like, well, this is just the way it is. You've already been taking care of Beatrice. He was like, how hard can it be? Yeah. Just like
1: the fury. Oh yeah. The pure unadulterated rage at this fucking man. Yeah. She writes, Kelly Barnhill writes him very well because he just sends me to another plane. (laughs) Yeah. He just fucking takes him to an apartment and abandons them. He's like, I'm going to pay you money, mm-hmm. and the apartment is paid for, right. and, You'll yeah. Groceries delivered weekly or whatever it is. The mail will come to my house, and then I will deliver it to you so that nobody knows you guys live alone. Yeah, So super he secret. knows that it's a bad thing he's doing. Oh, totally. Because he doesn't want anybody to know. Totally. But he's like, you get it. And Alex is like, why would I get it? You're abandoning your two children uh, for your weird mistress. Oh, that's so sad.
0: Who was also his secretary, which uh-huh. is how he met his Alex's mom mm-hmm. his previous wife which is like classic
1: raging piece of shit yeah awful just. Awful, dude i hope he dies i truly <laughs> well, you hope know what? he dies you know what by the way that he's
0: coughing every single time that they talk on the phone i'm just like are you dead yet are you dying what's going I on i feel
1: like that's not a good enough death for him
0: no i almost hope that he doesn't die from whatever illness it seems like he's uh-huh. suffering from so that like someone can like deal him a horrific
1: death i hope that marla comes back <gasps> as a dragon fucks his shit up and then turns back into Aunt Marla and is (sighs) like let's live together now boom oh my that would be (laughs) outrageously amazing right can you imagine she's like and then just like and then she's like obliterates him I'm your aunt now let's get ice cream that would be cool except
0: Alex would then like I feel like have like (laughs) Even more mixed feelings about her aunt. She's like, I love you, but you killed him. And
1: Yeah, Alex would definitely have, like, a meltdown. Yeah. But, I mean, it'd still be really dope.
0: <laughs> it'd still be <laughs> the dopest.
1: Because she does, like... Alex,
0: I feel like she tries sometimes to give her dad, like, the benefit of the doubt. Or, like, try to mm-hmm. humanize him. Like, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and read this quote that I have here. because yeah, yeah. I feel like it's really good. This was um, after her mom dies. And Alex says... Um, I do try to be charitable. Maybe he couldn't bear it. Maybe it hurt too much to watch her slip away. Maybe he wasn't raised to be a strong man. Maybe he loved her too much to lose her. Maybe all those things are true, and every other characterization I have for him that is more obvious and less kind, perhaps those things are true as well. Uh...
1: Is, yeah, right? That's I, I highlighted the same thing. And maybe this is the same with all of mm-hmm. us. Our best selves and our worst selves and our myriad iterations of mediocre selves are all extant simultaneously within a soul containing multitudes. Right, where she's, like, trying to
0: reason why her dad really didn't seem to give two shits about her mom, uh-huh. like, beyond like when she collapsed
1: yeah yeah he was just like oh well she's dead moving on to my new wife yeah like i yeah she's you have to hand it to her she tries so hard to like give people the benefit of the doubt that like Mm -hmm. shit's hard so maybe that's why they're acting this way right and that it's just kind of like no he's just a really bad person yeah. yeah and um Uh, One thing I do want to just kind of backtrack a little bit, um, when like the last things that her mom says is, um, she goes, stop, my mother rasped. Mm. And then she goes, I could have done it too. Any of us could have. I chose. My mother took a deep breath, but she didn't say anything after that. I waited for another breath. I waited for her to continue. I waited for a long time. And then her fingers unclasped and she released me. She released and I was kind of like, I wonder if her mom in that moment of saying stop is like stop being little, like to Alex, like stop, mm. stop what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be small. Don't do what I, I, I've been telling you this whole time. Just right. stop it. Yeah. Because I could have dragoned, but I chose not to. Yeah. And it that didn't- in the same way, it like made her small.
0: Yeah. It didn't. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. So yeah. I don't know. I just, I kind of I thought it was wow. interesting. I just like realized what you're saying, like how her making kind of being small in the eyes of men and that what well, it like, you know, mostly her husband yeah. and society or whatever and how that correlates to like her frailness and her like physically becoming smaller. Yeah. Which is fucking rad. Well, like not actually like a good thing, but like a rad, like, um,
1: it's a good metaphor. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's so good that she's, like, been made to be so small that she actually becomes small mm-hmm. and dies from it. And mm-hmm. that her husband doesn't even notice her frailness, even though he's, like, been part of the reason, like, totally that she's so frail. Totally. I love it. And I just was like, it's interesting that her mother's, like, stop. Yeah. Because, like, she wasn't doing anything. Like, Alex was like, I was literally just, like, sitting there with my mom. And she right. goes, stop. Right. So, I don't know. That was just something I highlighted that I was like, I like that. Hmm. No, that's a really good point. Interesting. But uh, jumping back. So, now Alex is basically um, Bia's mom. Yep. While also trying to finish high school. Which is crazy. And she's also doing, like, university classes.
0: Yes. She's, like, through correspondence, which I think is just means, like, through the mail, she's doing yeah. university
1: classes. And she's is... fucking crushing it.
0: Yeah. And I and they kind of, uh, you know, allude to the fact that she's using the name Alex instead of Alexandra and how that probably helps her mm-hmm. um, because they're biased against women in these, like, math classes or whatever. And so. they
1: all give her, like, glowing recommendations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and she's helped by Mrs. Gazinska. Is that how you've been reading it? Gazinska? G- G- Gazinska? I'm just... Mrs. G. Uh,
0: I'm having a great time listening to you <laughs> puzzle this out. <laughs> do you do you have... A, did I hit it? Did I get what you've been uh, saying? I am trying to find her name in my... Oh, here it is. Yeah. Mrs gazinska
1: gazinska the librarian
0: yeah exactly that's i would say gazinska but if you want to say mrs g or g man or g lady or we're gonna
1: say mrs Mrs. g because i'm gonna fuck it up okay because as we've learned in this podcast i I don't do names well i don't think either (laughs) of us do them well um but yeah mrs g's been helping her with like proctor her exams and all that Mm -hmm. stuff so like Alex is hecka chilling at the library a lot, and yeah. Bia gets watched in, like, you know, a lot of extracurricular fun activities mm-hmm. um, with the library. Um, and uh, Alex mentions that Beatrice was my whole world. And I just thought it was kind of interesting that I was like, she's always been her whole world, mm-hmm. but now it's like, it's been oh. ruined. Like, she's my whole world because I'm being forced
0: like to, it's like it's that's literally all she has left
1: yeah and it's tainted now that it was her whole world from this pure place of like i just love you yeah to now it's been so tainted that her dad and her aunt and her mom have all abandoned her for various different reasons right and now Bia is her whole world and it's not in that pure way anymore
0: damn um, that was deep <laughs> You over here with the, like, connections and metaphors and the, like, reading between line (laughs) thing. That is, yeah. I didn't think about that. And that is so accurate, how it, like, transformed from this very, like, innocent, I love you so, so much. Mm -hmm. You are, like, my favorite person in the whole world to, like, now you are literally the only person I have left. Therefore, you just are my world.
1: Yeah. And, like, Alex still loves her so much, but it just feels like it's been like there's rot in it now yeah. as opposed to where it was before um yeah so alex is having to to, to mommy up while also or parent up i apologize mm. we don't need to gender it but um p- to parent up and um i love the whole part where like <laughs> so bia gets called to the principal uh-huh. and the principal um who's also a flaming douchebag yeah um Has basically apparently been calling their dad for like months. Yeah, (laughs) being like, can you like come talk to me about your kid? And finally, Alex gets the call or the letter or something from her dad or something. And he's like, yeah, it's the letter. And her dad's like, I'm I'm expecting you to handle this. (laughs) He's like, you see what kind of
0: position this puts me in, right? Yeah. And, And again, what the fuck
1: no like what position is this putting you in (laughs) right
0: like also she's your child like what
1: yeah like so weird my dude so alex has to go to the principal and she basically is just being an excellent actress being like oh my dad just couldn't come he Mm -hmm. just had a meeting oh shit (laughs) Oh, oh shit like oh not just me it'll be fine i'll tell him he's so happy you're here um and Bia is being so fucking cute during this whole scene. Yeah, she is. She's she, precious. She's just this, like, Alex constantly refers to her as, like, a cricket. Like, she's just mm-hmm. this very small, super energetic, mm-hmm. red-headed, curly-haired cuteness. And Alex is like, what the fuck? Why are you in trouble? And Bia's yeah. like, I legit have no idea, dude. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, no, Bia knows. And Bia's like... Nah. I like nah, I have no clue. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I'm in trouble all the time, so I don't pay attention anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the vibe I get from She's Pia. wild, and I love her. She is incredible. Mm-hmm. She's like the leader of her like neighborhood gang of kids. She's always getting into shit. She is so Marla's kid. Yes, she mm-hmm. is hecka Marla's kid. I love it. Can't contain that little thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, And so the principle is like basically it gets all like tongue-tied and he's like well it's really embarrassing and it's just kind of like feminine and i don't know if we could talk about it And here and alex is like how am i supposed to know what she did if you won't fucking show me yep and as this is going on <laughs> we have some like serious shit going down in the hallway there's like some commotion outside of the office mm-hmm and there's yeah words about like incidents and burning and and a window has gotten blown out Uh of the teacher's lounge Uh Um, and note that beatrice and alex go to catholic schools so they are most of the teachers are nuns Mm -hmm. um so the teacher's lounge has a window blown out of it (laughs) and alex goes why don't you go check on that and i'll look at the papers while you're gone yep And it turns out that Beatrice has been drawing pictures of dragons doing all sorts of things. Dragons flying, dragons cooking, dragons fixing cars, which (laughs) I thought was interesting. Yeah. I'm flipping through my pages (laughs) to get there. Um, So she drew a bunch of pictures. And then she wrote on a page in different colors, sizes, and font, like, the same words i am a dragon i am a dragon i am a dragon 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 mm-hmm. and alex fucking loses her shit
0: she absolutely flips out yeah she before she like completely loses it she has a thought about how these drawings are too embarrassing too female mm-hmm. and she they make another connection to like i can't remember what like female anatomy or something how it's like seeing like breasts or something yeah. like that, had, like nudity or something to that effect. Yeah. Um. And how like shameful that is. Uh, and then, yeah, Alex pretty much loses her mind. Um, and she starts kind of like almost having flashbacks. Uh-huh. She's like thinking about like how mad she is at her aunt Marla and her mom and her dad, like all, all for the different like basic types of abandonment she feels from them. Mm-hmm. Like for her aunt Marla, just like, basically choosing to leave and her mom dying and her dad, like choosing to abandon them as well. Yeah. Um, and she like goes between this anger and rage. And also there's like a little voice in her head that's saying things like, don't leave me. Um, and it really uh-huh. feels like she has this like conflict between like being really upset and still being that small girl who like needed guidance and support from the adults in her life and she's just like please don't leave me like i need i need help
1: yeah Um, i loved that that yeah i'm so glad you called that out because it's so cool that it's like the mix of like fucking fury mm -hmm. that she's like so mad at so many people in her life Mm -hmm. um and Then, but she's also like, I've been abandoned so many times because of this. Mm -hmm. Please don't leave me too. Mm -hmm. Like, I need you. Yeah. And yeah, it's she, and she mentions it's like one of the first times that like Bia is scared of her. And she can see it in Bia, like that Bia is really scared and kind of mad that she's like, I don't know why you're like so upset at me about this. Yeah, um, And that you're my sister, like, you've let me kind of do, like, be me. Mm-hmm. And now this is something that's just pictures about stuff. Right. And um, that now you're so mad. So it, it also hurts Alex to see how scared Bia is of her mm-hmm. and her rage. Um, another thing, the thing where I was, like, um, a dragon fixing a car. hmm so this came up. I wrote this down multiple times throughout this whole set of chapters. Mm-hmm. Do you think that mass forgetting mm-hmm. makes people not see the dragons that are there all the time? That they didn't oh. leave? Oh, that's an interesting... But they're there all the time. Maybe. Because be a key... And I know Alex is like not seeing, but like yeah. dragons are big. Like they're not these like... So the dragons in the house... Um, yeah. There's more things about dragons later on in the chapter. And Bea Bea is, like, drawing all this stuff of them doing things. And Mm -hmm. she's like, they like chore charts and book clubs and all kinds of things. Oh, and you think that maybe, like, Bea is um, observing some of these things that she's drawn. Like, she she can see them. Yeah, and that mass forgetting, like, pretending it didn't happen, pretending Mm -hmm. it didn't happen, like, makes people, like... Physically not. Physically unable to see the thing that's, like, right in front of them. That's a good theory. That's
0: a really good theory. Okay. Okay. I'm
1: glad, because I was, like, I feel like they keep highlighting that, like, there's a dragon over there, or there's a dragon, like, blah, 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 and that nobody seems to see that mm-hmm. except for like one other person or something mm. else okay oh i like where this is going okay mm. Woo-hoo. i'm glad that
0: you're on board oh, cool. i was like am i
1: insane <laughs> no i didn't even think about it that way
0: <laughs> hell yeah yeah
1: mm. Mm. um but yeah. So, so back alex gets real mad um And just to, like, point out, she
0: acts very much like her mom.
1: Super like her mom. Like, when
0: her mom used to get mad about Alex talking about dragons and stuff, like, she's literally, like, mimicking Mm -hmm. um, the things that her mom would do or say to her. And it just, like, kind of goes to show that the way that you were raised and the way that your parents talk to you is kind of what you internalize. And then you, in turn... That's kind of what you put out into the world when yeah. you experience similar situations. So that comes up a lot in here that totally. she mimics her mom.
1: Yeah. And Alex uh, registers that, too, because I, I think she does say, like, mm-hmm. I could hear myself and I sound like my mom Yeah, or I was feeling like my mom.
0: Yeah. Or she's like, what would my mom do in this situation? Like, she mm-hmm. literally, like, goes there and is like, what would she do? She, like, wants to know. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then after her um, lashing out, Alex definitely feels like shame shameful mm-hmm. afterwards and they both end up apologizing to each other and Alex is like trying really hard to like untangle and wrestle with all of these like feelings that she has. Yeah, and that kind of like continues throughout the rest of this part of the book. Um, mm-hmm. And then we start seeing these flyers for the Wyvern. Uh, or Wyvern Research Collective. Mm -hmm. Um, They say things like, we know what they won't tell you. Um, And which is like kind of ominous. Yeah. (laughs) We know what they won't tell you. You're like, what? What what are we (laughs) doing? Oh, Jesus. Um, Maybe I don't want to know. I know, like (laughs) that sounds scary. (laughs) They're being super aggressive about it. (laughs) Uh, um, Later we learn that Um, Professor Gantz was a part of this, like, Uh research collective, and it's like a bunch of scientists and librarians and doctors and researchers. But um, yeah, so we start seeing more of those flyers. Excuse me. And then uh, a news broadcast comes on when Alex and Bea are at home, and it's about Bea's school. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And, like, the reporter is uh, talking about some quote that the principal had said, saying that there have been, like, these untrue theories and assertions, and we should stop, like, making up lies, and blah, 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 blah. And it was just a simple, like, explosion or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, very clear that it was not just...
1: No. We had several sisters. uh, Dragon. At yeah. the school They're while like, they oh, were there. <laughs> they just
0: retired early or something like that. It's like, yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't.
1: No, they did not. Don't you lie to me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but then Alex says, um, after watching that piece on the explosion at the school, she says, it didn't do me any good to question anything. There was too much to do. School was starting soon. Beatrice needed seeing to. I had to get food on the table and homework done and make plans for the future all the tasks that women are responsible for when it comes to family and housework and child rearing. Oh, wait, 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 sorry. This was my (laughs) quote. The quote ended there. And I started reading my notes. (laughs) The quote ended at, uh, I had to get food on the table and homework done and make plans for the future. And like my like note on that Mm -hmm. is just like all the tasks that women have to take over for Mm -hmm. like the in-home work and child rearing and how like, the busier you are, the harder it is for you to, like, get involved in things yeah. or, like, have opinions and, and like, act on those things because yeah. you are literally so bogged down with the shit that you are just trying to get through
1: the day. Yeah, just existing.
0: Um, and that is a very, like, female Problem when it comes to like taking care of the household and the children and all that stuff, and how Alex is like, I don't have time for this, you know, I'm so busy with this other crap.
1: Yeah, and I think it's such a good point, like broadly too, that like, you know, women and being like poor, like poverty, like having to work day to day and grind every fucking day Mm -hmm. makes it so that like you're like, I have no other thoughts other than just fucking existing. I can't think about how I'm being lied to or I can't have like deeper questions about things because like what the fuck is it going to do me is it going to get food on the table like no it's not and Mm -hmm. i have to work every goddamn day to make sure um and i think we see that a lot with alex that she's been made her whole life to work and to just like put her nose to the grindstone Mm -hmm. and so she doesn't like you said she doesn't know how to ask those questions or or question things yep totally um But yeah, so Alex's school year starts and um, she just gets punched in the face with more bullshit. (laughs) Poor Alex. Like she gets stuck in a calculus class and she's Mm -hmm. like I literally took this like two years ago at the college level and I passed Yeah, and I don't know what I'm doing here and basically she's just unpaid labor like she's teaching the class and
0: the the professor is like such an ass he's like well can you just like wipe down the boards
1: too like not even
0: like I mean he's using her to like act to teach the class as well but then he's like do all this like bitch work for me as well Yeah, you, you little girl and I'm just like this is so
1: awful for her so fucked up so much rage. Um, she even says at a point that she maybe it's um, a little bit further than where we are plot wise, but mm-hmm. she said, "I I wasn't raised to be an angry person." Yeah, and I highlighted it, and I was like, "Bitch, you were though." Like mm-hmm. the way your family raised you is mm-hmm. like the formula for angry people, right? Like, don't recognize your feelings, don't talk about it, just shove everything down, like right. But you you like you think about it in terms of
0: like you were you were raised as, as like not to be angry but uh-huh. in doing so that just made you angry and yeah. no one gave you the words to describe that or to understand
1: it exactly that in actuality that being taught not to be angry mm-hmm. is teaching someone how to be very angry yeah <laughs> just
0: bottle it up until it explodes
1: baby yeah get it just <laughs> just shove it down yeah <laughs> um I like that little dance you did shove do it down do, 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 do. once again uh not, not a, not visual a visual. media it's <laughs> almost a shame that
0: it's not at this
1: point <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so she's just getting shit on at school um she also ends up talking to her dad yep. and she's like her dad's like Basically, like, I don't know why the fuck I've supported you going to high school even, but like, I guess society tells me you have to go to there. And he's like, but you should just be done and go be a secretary for this dude I know. And like, then you'll get married and that'll be great. And to be honest, once you graduate high school, I'm not paying for you and your sister anymore because Mm -hmm. you should go get a, like, A job and go get married and no you're not i'm not going to support you going to college at all
0: and he was basically like patting himself on the back he was like well your mother would have wanted me to see you through through your high school and so i am like keeping my honor by by doing her wishes or whatever Mm -hmm. and i'm just like you absolute raging
1: dick (laughs) he's the fucking worst yeah just disgusting. Like, good
0: for you for doing the bare, like, not even the bare minimum. Like, basically abandoning your child and saying, "Yeah, you're on your own after this."
1: Yeah, and then being mad at her when she's yeah. like, "Yo, this situation's dumb," and he's like, "No, you're being mean to me." Yeah, he's. You're being cheeky. Oh yeah, he keeps calling her cheeky. Ugh. I'm like,
0: "You're cheeky." <laughs> I'll
1: show you some fucking cheek. <laughs> I'll show you my ass cheek.
0: <laughs> Just moon you. <ya. laughs> have you seen the movie brave yeah (laughs) it's like the part where one of the like clan members like moons the other clans and he's like feast your eyes
1: (laughs) it's just me i love your twirly
0: your twirly hands (laughs) yeah i'm just imagine me doing that to alex's dad (laughs) feast your eyes (laughs) on me booty (laughs) (sighs) oh
1: so crass so cheeky we are so cheeky we is um yeah, and so uh, <laughs> Alex keeps seeing more stuff for the Wyvern or, w- w- yeah, Wyf- Wyvern Society um, to basically like, con- and she sees them everywhere. Like yeah. they're taped on everything. Um, basically like, come learn, come let us learn you some biz. Um, and then, I'm sorry, I just,
0: there was like, a, and I don't know if you're going here or not, but I, I have to go here, where the landlord, um, she's like talking to the landlord about this 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 whatever flyer Uh and he's like these loony outsiders and this is crazy business or whatever and he's like or worse they're californians
1: i highlighted that too and wrote
0: ha killed me they're like these liberal californians with their crazy ideas just those chandlers coming in turning our city i was like I, I will take that praise I, to my grave. <laughs> I highlighted the same thing. Thought I it was hilarious. I, I thought it was also very funny. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so we can move on. I just, I had to stop there for that. I
1: love it. But yeah, so it's, so as we were mentioned, it's just, they pop up everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I, I don't think I'm skipping anything, at least anything important, but um Alex ends up going to the library one day to go work. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mrs. G is there as she normally is. And they're kind of just sitting there. And Mrs. G basically goes like, she just kind of lays out that she knows everything. She knows yep. that Bia isn't her sister. She knows Aunt Marla. She knows where Alex and Bia have been living. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows that Alex is like, dad is not going to help. Um, and she's like, you know, there's precedent for women coming back, right? Um, and once again, as we can probably expect, Alex gets very upset and basically has like a panic attack. Yeah, like just freaks out and is like, how, like, how did you know all this? Um, You know, which can be really upsetting that, like, you think somebody doesn't know something and then you learn Mm -hmm. that they know all this stuff about you and that can be kind of, like, jarring. Yeah. yeah. Um, So she gets really upset and she's, like, basically warring with – she's been told to lie her whole life and now somebody knows and she doesn't want to think about it because she can't mm-hmm. um and kind of all this stuff and she ends up saying some really mean things to mrs g yep um and to the the helper guy at the library i can't remember his mr. name burrows or yeah, mr like burrows yeah mr burrows yeah who's like apparently this like young lanky like nerdy librarian dude who likes to hang out with like bia and like go <laughs> Trancing through bogs. It Seems stuff. very wholesome and sweet. <laughs> so sweet. Um, she yells mean shit at Mr. Burroughs, Um, grabs Bia, Yeah. And is like, we are going the fuck home. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get home, and uh, Bea, she basically puts Bea to bed, and Alex kind of goes wandering, um, mm-hmm. around at night and goes down to the river, uh, where she's apparently not supposed to go because there's beatniks and shit down by the river. Right. Just. Bad and females people. just have to be safe, and they just can't go there. It's dangerous. So she goes and she hears like some like rustle rustling across the river and she thinks it's a cow. Yep, and then she ends up seeing this man yep. who's like, Shush, you'll scare her. Yeah, and Bia's like, Oh, uh, scare a cow. And she ends up talking <laughs> and she finds out that this man is Dr. Gantz. <gasps> <Ba-da-ba-bum>.
0: Yeah, it, <laughs> it felt like. I don't even know what it felt like, but it was just like this character who's been writing all of these like little articles and pieces, yeah. and then he's like, he's here. I know.
1: I was like, <gasps> like I know that guy. I know. <laughs> I know that guy.
0: Like if this was like a show or a movie, I'd be like, <gasps> it's him, right? right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. what a cool moment. Yeah, yeah. And she like doesn't even realize who it is. She's like, I know that name, but I. Don't know you. Yeah. She's very confused.
1: And so Dr. Gantz is like, oh, yeah, I know of you, like Mm -hmm. the librarians. And we learned that like the library is basically like a secret hub for science and understanding dragoning and Mm -hmm. all these people who've been blacklisted and kept out of the field are there. And Dr. Gantz kind of is like, oh, yeah, the librarian's like a like a badass bitch Mm -hmm. and is basically untouchable. She, like, married very rich. Yep. And then the guy died and she, like, got a bunch of his money. And so she, like, is untouchable and rich and amazing. And, like,
0: they have, like, the best library forever because she just keeps, like, funneling her money
1: into the library system, which is cool. Yes. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, And then... The doctor Gantz is pretty much like to Alex. He's like, oh yeah, like, like you know, kind of, you know what's across the river, (laughs) yeah, you know. And Alex is like, I mean, I initially thought it was a cow, but oh, a bird. And then Doctor Gantz is like very upset. Yeah. by that he's yeah. like oh sure a bird mm. yeah. and then he totally ignores alex and alex <laughs> is like that's weird and just walks away which felt very weird to me at the moment i was like okay okay yeah, she was like okay bye she's like i know you're disappointed in me later <laughs> and then she looks up and goes that's the biggest bird I've, I've ever seen yeah she
0: was like oh it must be the light playing tricks on my eyes yeah i'm, I'm like, like so in denial. So in denial. Denial number two. <laughs> probably denial number like 80 tw- twelve a- 80, twelve. Eighty-twelve. <laughs> eighty-twelve. Eighty-twelve.
1: <laughs> I'm a math teacher. I know numbers. Cause I it was like <laughs> the future of math. 80-12. <laughs> I'm on summer break, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she has probably been in denial eighty-twelve times. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. 80-12. Um. Uh and then We kind of finish off this chapter by, um, Alex basically needs to get more winter clothes for Bia and her. Like, they're basically, like, just kind of falling apart. And so she ends up, did I skip something? I think so. Oh, okay. Can you tell by my face? Yeah. Because you were like, "Mm," and (laughs) I I was like, oh, did I miss something? I was trying to see if
0: I was somewhere wrong in my notes or something. Um. All, do, do you mind if i just like yeah yeah boop, boop, no no boop, go please. back okay so after that little mr gants thing alex is like avoiding the library for like a week because she's uh-huh. like that was really embarrassing that i did that yeah. um so eventually mrs g stops by her apartment oh,
1: oops i got those flipped um, in my brain i had the thing happening and then mrs g coming over but uh, no mrs g comes over first yeah, yes but
0: it's okay. not the way the book is written i wouldn't be surprised if because things don't always happen linearly in this book. so Yeah. But, but anyway, yes. so, <laughs> um, so she... So Mrs. G ends up like apologizing and she's like, I'm really sorry I didn't handle this situation more delicately. I just kind of like threw all of my knowledge out there without really much thought about how it would make you feel. Yeah. Um, and she kind of goes to explain how she feels like she's kind of like Alex in that she had a teacher who really saw like the potential in her mm-hmm. and helped her um, get to college and... And Mrs. G sees that same potential in Alex and, like, really mm-hmm. needs her to, like, trust her in the way that she trusted her teacher. Yeah. Um, and let me, um, let me open up my book, page 206, I think. I have, like, some quotage there. Yeah, that 206.
1: Okay. I don't have any highlights on this page, so I'm excited to see what you're, you're saying.
0: <laughs> Me too, because I have no idea where this quote is. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, last three paragraphs on page 206. Okay. Ah, okay. It says, your situation, of mm. course, is different. It's much trickier. You have a cousin who is your sister, who is your child. I know that's not how you see it, but that is the fact. Um, and then Alex is, like, denying that. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, I, I have a sister, and my mom is dead, and my dad does what he can, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and... <laughs> Mrs. G waved this away with a snort. I'm like, me, me too, girl. Me too. <laughs> yes. Um, you have a mother who you almost lost when you were little and who almost left again during the dragoning. Oh, don't look so shocked. It's just biology. Are caterpillars disgusted mm-hmm. by butterflies? No, of course not. People's aversion to that whole business makes no sense. And obviously, I know all about what happened. I'm a librarian for God's sake. And I'm just like, Mrs. G is such a little badass. I love it. She's a little baddie. Um... And then I have uh, last paragraph on page 207. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Yeah, so I'm going to skip a couple sentences, but uh, she goes, I will bring up the issue of dragons again, so brace yourself. And yes, I know that it makes you uncomfortable and maybe a little angry too. It's understandable after all you've been through, but I want you to notice that your feelings are complicated by cultural factors that are, let's face it, a little ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And she's kind of like validating how Alex is like, Her life experience has, like, led her for all of this to be, like, very hard for her to accept. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, I really want to help you. Um, I have to go out of town, though. So um, she tells her that she, the, the quote is basically, like, keep your eyes, like, on the sky. You're less alone than you think you are. Yeah. And so we're, like, again, being alluded to um,
1: some dragons coming back, maybe? Yeah. I also, I didn't notice this, but ne- uh, but listening to you read it now, are caterpillars disgusted by butterflies? Caterpillars turn into butterflies. Mm-hmm. It makes you think that a woman's final transformation is a dragon. Yeah. That just being a woman is our caterpillar stage.
0: Right. And that, like, it's a natural biological phenomenon too.
1: And then it's like our weaker baby state. And we're still so strong in our weaker baby state. Mm-hmm. And then we become massive dragons.
0: Mm-hmm. I just, I love all that. I just like, yeah. So in my notes, I was like, page 206. I was like, all right, I guess I'm reading page 206 to you guys. <laughs> all right. <laughs>
1: we're going to start from the top. Buckle up. <laughs> but yeah, so Mrs. G basically, um, yeah. I think this is the first, like, mrs g finally like busts that door open mm-hmm. for alex that's kind of what it felt like to me at the end of this set totally. is that alex is finally like the chains are knocked off the locks are undone the door is opening and she's ready to start going down this journey and of she's learning.
0: like teaching her about her feelings and anger and i have one more quote yeah. Because why not? Um, she says, this is Mrs. G, anger is a funny thing, and it does funny things to us if we keep it inside. I mm-hmm. encourage you to consider this question. Who benefits, my dear, when you force yourself to not feel angry? Clearly not you. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn. Like, just the... And... It's the like almost people pleasing nature uh, of like, I don't want to inconvenience anyone by my feelings. So I'm going to keep it to myself, which then in turn makes me even more angry and pissed off, Um, which does all that does is benefit the other people who I've not told my feelings to. Yeah. It's worse for me. And that
1: people will like gaslight women over their anger, Mm -hmm. like, yeah just completely dismiss it which it makes you like crazy you're like i guess and so it question it makes you question your anger and then be like i guess i shouldn't be angry because like look like people keep telling me i'm wrong yeah um but yes so then mrs g and then we because i now now it's your turn to shine because (laughs) hey now we're back to where i was trying to go yeah damn um so basically, Alex realizes that they need winter clothes and that Bia has outgrown them. So she calls her dad's house to see if she can get a little extra money to buy winter clothes. Mm-hmm. She ends up talking to her shitbird of a, a um, stepmom. You could who's even like, call her that. Ugh. Yeah. Ju- who's like just chain smoking. It's so gross. Out of the... Like, just disgusting. Yeah. And she's like, Well, we have a bunch of boxes from your mom that your dad won't let me get rid of. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't you just come by and get them? And Alex is like, Well, I don't have a car, so like how would I get them? And she's like, Well you well, there's some sleds <laughs>
0: It's like and okay, it, it's like winter or something because there's like snow on the ground. Yeah, she's like you're just gonna have to sled them home.
1: And so Alex is like, okay, okay I guess. So she shows up, and this woman is just a bitch, yeah. just awful, yeah. and acting like Alex is the one who like made her come over to like get the shit. She's acting so inconvenienced, and you're like, you were the one who told me to come pick
0: these things up. Like I thought I was like. Doing you a favor by taking these boxes that you clearly don't want here away.
1: Yeah. And she's like, well, the boys aren't here because why would, like, I don't want them meeting you. Like, I don't want that. Like, her kids, yeah. Which is so Mm -hmm. weird to me. But anywho. Yeah. So she goes into the basement and sees all the boxes for her mom. And there's some boxes for um, Alex, too. And she ends up loading it all onto the sleds and she, like, you know, orders them all nice and neat so they can be pulled. And Mm -hmm. she, like, uh, greases up the Like runners on the sled to get Mm -hmm. them home. And as she's leaving, she realizes that this is the last time she's going to be in this house. Mm -hmm. And so she starts having all these flashbacks. And then she realizes that this is the last place she saw her Aunt Marla. Mm. And she's like, oh my God. And she basically asks if she can go up to her old bedroom. She goes in, opens up the little hidey hole that she like kept all that stuff that Aunt Marla gave her before she dragoned mm-hmm. and pulls it out and brings it home. Mm-hmm. And I love that Bia is like, does our room look the same? And she mm-hmm. goes, it doesn't. And Bia goes, then I don't want to see it.
0: Yeah. And I was like, way to go, Bia. Yeah.
1: Um, so that's pretty much where we leave off this set of chapters yep. is um, that, you know, Alex acquires the stuff um, that Aunt Marla left her. Um, and the only thing I wanted to mention is that there is um, most of the little interlude, like scientific journal articles, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like were very important this round. They were mostly just, again, like historical yeah. like, stories of dragoning happening. However, there is one of Dr. Gantz who does studies on women in the Air Force during World War II. Oh, right. And we learn that Edith and Marla <gasps> were a part of that study. That's right. And Edith is one of the women who wrote letter love letters to Marla. Mm-hmm. And Edith ended up dragoning. Yep. But Marla didn't. Yep. Yeah. And so that that was just really cool to see the full circle sort of thing that like Marla knew, knew about dragoning long before she dragoned. Right. And that she- her partner... Um, ended up dragoning, mm-hmm. and so, now Alex has all like the love letters between the two, mm-hmm. and some of the
0: like I think papers from Dr. Gantz, and yeah. all this stuff starting to come together.
1: So, I forgot about that. Yeah, I kind of was just like, oh, more like <laughs> articles and things. That's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, that was. But that's the only one that I felt was um had any mentionable. Yeah, any for sort now. Of, yeah, um, and then. Uh, Yeah. Do you have any thoughts, predictions, Um, any quotes that hit you in just the right way that you want (laughs) to I mean, seeing as I
0: read a whole page, basically, (laughs) I'll leave my, I'll leave my quotage to that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think I've hit the quotes that I wanted to hit. Uh, I think I still have the same predictions of like last time, which is like Mm -hmm. Aunt Marla is coming home. Oh, she coming. Yeah. So I think she's coming home, she's coming back. And then... Still have a feeling that someone is going to Dragon, whether that be Bia or Alex. Um, uh-huh. And this is not really a prediction, but we kind of talked about this. Like, something's going to happen with Alex's dad. Like, his death. Oh, please. Unclear. <laughs> please. please. Unclear, like, how. But he will, <laughs> he will die. Uh, that's my prediction. And then
1: that's that's really all I have for yeah. So what about you? Um, I think I mentioned most of my predictions going through. Um, the only other thing is that, um, on page 187, and there's multiple mentions of this, but she goes in my imagination, her tumor. So Alex is talking about her mom. Mm-hmm. She was in my imagination. Her tumor looked like a dragon and she keeps, um, bringing up that like her mom looked like her, like she had been bitten, mm-hmm. um, when she got brought home, she mentions that like, she looks like she was oh, burned. Right. So I think I, my, just one of my thoughts is that I don't. No, if her mom died of cancer mm-hmm. or like holding back the dragoning <gasps> all those years. Like not leaving.
0: That is such a good prediction. I th- I totally feel like you must be on cuz she tried so hard with all the knots and the mm-hmm. everything to it was very important for her for that to not happen that I could totally see that being kind of like her downfall is that she didn't let herself become her like best self kind of way Mm -hmm. um and that was what led
1: her to shrivel
0: and die yeah
1: and when she says like i could have done it too yeah that i was like there's so much imagery that she describes the way she looked or how her cancer was as a dragon or like as burning her or Mm -hmm. something um so i just that's my last prediction. Oh, that, that's a good one. Thank you. Yeah, I'm into um, it. And then the only other thing that I thought, find really interesting is that every time she describes, like, the dragoning, she's like, it's, like, heat and fire and violence. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if she's doing this on purpose, but I'm like, I wouldn't call it violence. It's retribution. Mm-hmm. Like, these mm-hmm. women had violence yeah. done to them. Right. And so when they, like, give justice that's not given to them normally yeah like i don't know if i would call that violence
0: it's yeah more accurately described as retribution i
1: I yeah and so i just thought it was interesting how she keeps being like and it's violent and i'm I'm wondering if it's like from alex's perspective that since she's our primary narrator Mm -hmm. that's that's why she's saying violence sure um but i'm like i don't know if i would call it violence like someone like giving justice when justice isn't helping them right like the normal justice right yeah mm, i so, like that that was just my, my no, last that's little fantastic
0: thought. insights um so i guess that means that our next episode we are finishing up this <laughs> book so uh starting at chapter 29, 29. All the way through the end or um cha- or not chapter uh page 224 so not 25 29 Chapter. 20. Oh, oh yeah, chapter yeah, chapter twenty nine, but page two twenty five. Yeah,
1: you said okay. it right. I was okay. just making fun of myself <laughs> that uh, I said chapter twenty five at the beginning. Yeah. So twenty nine.
0: We both do really well at numbers. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do our fuck yes and fuck yous? Yeah. What's right. your fuck you? <laughs> My fuck you. I did a really like light. Slash uh-huh. a lame
1: one this time. <laughs> so
0: uh I think, yeah, earlier we were talking about soccer, right? huh Um have you played on turf before?
1: Um, the like fake turf yeah. or the like
0: Yeah, the like uh rubbery tire. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, have you ever fallen on that and like brush yeah, yourself? Sure hurts. Yeah, so turf burn. I have like some gnarly turf burn on my knee right now, which was just like so painful and like it swelled up huge and it's like literally covering my whole knee and I had to like walk like one leg straight because like bending it would like <sighs> yeah it was no good and my knee you might not understand this reference because you haven't watched Stranger Things uh season four yet, yet. but you will <laughs> but my knee the um okay maybe this is TMI now that I'm thinking about it but the way that my go for knee, it the way that my like turf burn and knee looks looks like um Vecna from Stranger Things who is like an awfully like dry wrinkled creepy looking dude (laughs) and you'll know what i mean when you watch the show
1: okay (laughs) i'm sorry for your old man (laughs) me
0: thank you i appreciate that
1: Um, what is your fuck you um i don't know if i have a fuck you (gasps) that's wonderful i think this is my first no fuck you well, no, fuck you then, Tia. No, I'm just <laughs> Fuck kidding. you for no fuck yous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I think, I think after my last one of being like, damn, ins- insomnia sucks. <laughs> I'm like, yep, feeling feeling okay, feeling good. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, then, what's your fuck yeah? Um, my my fuck yeah is um, I don't know. I just feel like it's more of like a general fuck yeah for uh-huh. like fuck yeah stuff right now Aww. and I think mostly a fuck yeah for being um a homeowner with Robert feels that's right we haven't really addressed that officially
0: that's true. on the pod we've like kind of talked about the fact that you were like buying a house and gonna move
1: in and now that's that's all done yeah <gasps> that we are homeowners everything is signed and done so I think that'll be my more solid fuck yeah is that being a homeowner with Robert is really awesome and it's fun to do it with him and to see him so excited Mm -hmm. um, about all his projects and we went to home our first Home Depot run as homeowners. you're gonna be there lots. So often (laughs) but it just felt really cool to go there and like the things we were buying were not like I don't know it just feels drastically different owning my home versus renting.
0: Absolutely you have so much more care that you want and thought that you want to put into it and you're not just like you're not just buying um what do you call it like putty for the holes in the walls that you're trying to patch up for your landlord or whatever you're like doing bigger projects and it's very exciting it feels so good and it was so so fun
1: to go and we like bought stupid shit like a paint (laughs) Pin and like a roller and some zip ties. Are you going to paint that one blue wall? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Robert nice. doesn't like the blue wall. So we're going to paint it, but then we're going to do like a large, like color geometric pattern, <gasps> like maybe a giant circle, like around the window
0: i love it that's yeah. kind of like i have an image for the the tiny shit actually because we have a blue wall in here too that i also do oh, not hey, like <laughs> i've been avoiding it as well but maybe i'll borrow your paint roller tin thing
1: yeah absolutely you're more than welcome to it and you guys bought a, a new fridge too we did you're so adult i know new fridges and stuff the fridge is
0: amazing <laughs> i'm so excited for you guys thank you what's your fuck yeah um, my fuck yeah is we, my fiance and I, Aaron, we went to, um, this thing called Fuji to Hood, which is this collaboration between Oregon brewers and brewers from Japan, mm-hmm. um, creating like all these like cool different beers, like beers with like, um, like, uh, ube, which is kind of like a yam and just like, kind of like Japanese flavors, and then, and so we went to this little festival, got to try all this beer, and there were like these Taiko drummers, which was these like oh, that's amazing so cool. performers. Um, yeah, and it's just it's really cool that like both Aaron and I are half Japanese. Like whenever there's something like that in the city, we always like try and make a point of going because yeah. it's really cool to like see your culture represented and do all the fun stuff. So yeah, it was it was awesome. It was a really good time. Yay. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was good. That's so awesome. Yeah. It looks like a cool time. Yeah,
0: yeah, we missed you guys, but next time.
1: Yeah, but so. I'm glad that you guys got to spend some quality time together at something so cool and fun.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. Neat. Um, I think that means we're done I with think- the app yeah okay well we will see you guys next time for the end of when women were dragons by kelly barnhill dun,
1: dun, dun. i know mm. i am very thrilled to see how this ends yeah chapter 29 to the end and page 224 225 to the end
0: awesome well don't forget your bookmark and a to shed behind you guys
1: bye